Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Ohio! That's Japanese, in case you don't know, for good morning. I'm happy to be reading to you from Hebrews chapter 1. By the way, today's election day. Vote for Jesus. Fooled you. You thought I'd recommend a candidate? I will not, cannot. You vote your conscience, but please, vote for Jesus today. How do you vote for Jesus? Live for him. Praise him. Thank him today. Come on, you have another day. All your sins are gone. Imagine that. How would we not vote for Jesus today and honor him when every wrong thing we've ever said or done or thought has been washed away and is forgotten? That's how deeply he cleanses, fully he cleanses us from our sins. We'll be reading that around Christmas time, right? His name shall be called Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. That's your problem, my problem today, and only Jesus solves it. Your problem is not what's happening in the Middle East or what's happening in Congress. That is not our problem. Time come, times go, that's all going to be, God's got the whole world in his hands. You can't affect that. But what you can affect is you can choose to walk with him today and trust him and share his love with someone. Chapter 1 of Hebrews, verse 13. The writer is still comparing Jesus to the angels and showing his superiority to people who are been tempted to go back to like, oh, the glory of getting the law through angels. It was an angelic being that was the intermediary between God and Moses. He's saying angels, nothing compared to the son, Jesus. So his last quote in chapter one is from Psalm 110. To which of the angels did God ever say? See, he's making that comparison. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. That was a prophetic verse in Psalm 110. Let's analyze that. Jesus is superior to angels because to what angel did God ever say, sit at my right hand? What does right hand mean? It means the hand of power, the hand, the side of favor. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. So right now we know that Jesus Christ, this one who has forever been the eternal son, came to earth, took on the form of a man, died on the cross, rose from the dead, proving he was Messiah, son of God. The sacrifice was fully made for our sins. Does that not make us happy today? Remember, when we die, we're not going to get a reward for our service. We're going to go and receive mercy because of what Jesus did on the cross. This prophetically now speaks about something happening right now. Psalm 110, sit at my right hand, the place of favor, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. So notice Jesus had, has enemies. Spirit of Antichrist. Godless people who curse his name. People who try to thwart others from hearing the gospel. People who hear and reject and spit out bad things about God and his son, Jesus Christ, and the spirit. Enemies. So by the way, if you and I have enemies, you know, the sky's not falling. If Jesus was perfect and had enemies, uh, what do you think? 
Don't you think we'll have some enemies? Let's not have enemies for the wrong reason because we on purpose hurt them and cheated them or did something like that. That would be very bad. But what we do have here is the fact that Jesus had enemies and now the father says to the son, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool, give you total victory. That has not happened yet. Look at planet earth. Look what's happening on planet earth. People raise, shake their fists at God, curse Christ. Imagine that. Why do they use his name? if he had nothing special about him. 2,000 years later, people are doing drug deals or doing bad things and saying, for Christ's sake, give me the money. Jesus Christ. Why they pick his name and use it in vain? Another proof of his divinity. They don't say, ah, for Napoleon's sake, would you give me that money? For Caesar's sake, no. But notice the import of this verse. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool. And it hasn't happened yet, but in the end, Jesus will be shown the heir of everything, ruler of all, king of kings, lord of lords. Every knee will bow and confess that he is Lord. Everyone who mocked him, everyone who lied about him, everyone who says, get rid of that Bible, everybody, is. it's all going to be fixed by God. Let's not sweat it. God's going to take care of it. But notice, sit on my right hand until, what's that mean? It hasn't happened yet, and that means Jesus is not just our mediator between God and man. He's not only our advocate at the right hand of the Father. He's not only our high priest. He's waiting. He's waiting till the Father puts him in his proper position, and he gets all the glory, and all his enemies are made his footstool. He's waiting. You know how that encourages me? I'm waiting. I'm waiting to get out of here do God's will. Lord, forgive me where I fail you, and then go home. I'm waiting. We're waiting for Jesus to return or to die. We're waiting for wrong to be punished and right to be rewarded. Aren't we waiting for certain answers to prayer? And God says that the hardest part of faith is waiting. Abraham is that a great example of faith because he waited. He got the promise, he received it, but oh, did he have to wait? Are you waiting for something? Jesus waits with you. He's waiting for the fulfillment of the word the Father has spoken about him, and you can be sure the Father will do it for Jesus, and you can be sure he will do it for you and me. Today, Lord, we claim what you have promised us in every area of our life. We wait in faith for you to fulfill your word. In Jesus' name, amen. See you tomorrow.